0: Do not tell me what to do with my body. I have been through this so many times and I'm over it. I'm over it. Yeah. Super over it. Hey, woo woo Crew. Hey. I'm Ilana. I'm Jack. And welcome to another episode of the Vicious Virgos. Today we're going to be talking about something that's not astrology related, but still super woo woo. It's auras. Oh, dude. auras, auras. I, calling, I'm aura? going to
1: call it an aura. It's an aura. It's an yeah. aura. I mean, I'm sure there's some people out there that call it, oh, it's an aura. But those are the same people who call like their aunts aunts. Yes. So I'm yes. just going to let those people be over there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> England, basically. <laughs> uh, we're, we're just excited to dive in. Jack did the research and I'm going to be learning a lot today and trying to share information with you. But before we get started, we it's a heavy... It was a heavy day for us because today is June 24th. Friday, June twenty fourth. Yep, and obviously there was some information that we received. <laughs> There's some fucking bullshit going on in the there world we right Let's now. There you go. Let's call it what it is. It's fucking yeah. bullshit. Let's just call it what it is. And you know, I I run Just Girl Project, and I I never never get political because I don't know. I'm I'm a big believer in and having multiple opinions, and I'm very independent like that. But this situation is impossible for us to ignore. And it's something we wanted to just sort of talk about emotionally for a bit. You can totally pass through this, or you can get mad with us, or you could be sad with us. We're not going to hate on anyone necessarily. We just want to talk about it. No, no, you actually might hate on someone. It's <laughs> no,
1: well, no, it's it's not. It's not about it's not about hate. Um, just. <sighs> So, like, Yolanda woke me up this morning, of course, and she's like, have you heard the news? And I was, like, still, like, wiping the sleep out of my eyes. (laughs) And I was just like, what? Right? Like, I, like, ignored my sister-in-law's phone call at 730 this morning, who, Twenty twenty hindsight. She was probably calling to tell me about that, but I was just like, oh, it's the morning. Like, let Mm. me, I'm grouchy before I have my coffee. And she started telling me about how literally something that we thought that we would never experience in our lifetime happened. And we just kind of like sat there and stared at each other. Like, what kind of world are we going to bring our children into? Yeah. You know? And then, of course, like we have some friends who, you know, might might have, might be on the other side of the fence with us. But we started talking about how, how does this all, like what's the common bond here, right? Because we had to do some... Uh, I'll call it like emergency pivoting with our current job, right? We had to do yeah. some emergency pivoting this morning because we have some clients that we're blessed to have that allow us to speak on this platform or on their platforms about what's happening. And so we're sitting here and we're doing research and we're trying to come up with things and, you know, finding out that the majority of Americans are actually very against this.
0: Yeah, I mean, I so I I knew it was going to happen, so it didn't shock me because of what already happened the fact that it was even a conversation to begin with I just knew this was going to happen and it's repulsive for me I'm just like this is just a pissing contest it's not about morals for these people it's just about well I'm angry that you're in power so I'm going to do this and I'm angry that you're in power and I'm going to do this and I just I'm I'm exhausted I I don't like I can't I can't get down with anyone at this point I just stay on my little island in the middle I don't even, the middle is not even the word. It's on my own little island, wherever that is. We're
1: the purple people.
0: Yeah, and I just, yeah. I'm just exhausted. I feel like, exa- I feel exhausted about all of this because it really does feel like the two-party system is just broken. And I just think that's why people are voting the way that they're voting. Like, I don't necessarily know that all these people agree with this that are voting for it. I don't know for sure. I'm Maybe I'm giving that too much credit. But the reality is that it's just insane that this was, as the 1970s and now we're 20, yeah, 22 Roe v. Wade was, was passed in 1973, uh,
1: 1973. So we went a much darker time. Let's we, admit we, it would have <laughs> been 50 years next year. Yeah. Right. It would have been 50 years next year. And it is, it's just, it's, it's so soul crushing for me as like a young woman. Now granted, like I, I've been lucky enough where I haven't um, been worried about my own access to this specific
0: service. Well, but I also think it's I'm on be- birth control, but I also think it's because we are in the West. True. So True. our States are pretty protected and really it's just not, nothing's going, I mean, I'm, I'm being, I don't know for sure, but I don't see anything changing with our States. I no. think, I mean, it's particularly Washington. No, but I think that it's just a foreign concept to us because when I was living in the South, I saw a lot of things And when I was younger that I thought were very normal that when I moved to California, I realized were not necessarily my normal. Oh, like Westboro Baptist protests? (sighs) Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Like the fact that my class was, we're all white people and... I just, you know, that was, I went to California and it was the total opposite. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, what is, I was a kid. I didn't know, but I do think that it's a, this is sad. I tried to undress girl, talk about the emotions we're feeling, which is probably, I'm assuming everyone who is impacted by this is feeling sad, fearful, and angry. Those are the three feelings. Those are three feelings that are very uncomfortable mm-hmm. that people don't know how to deal with. And so I, and I don't want people telling me, well, we need to be, you know, we need to do something. I think when you're feeling that way. You just don't know what to do.
1: Yeah. It's well, it's no one right answer. It's a fight flight and freeze response where you're just, you feel helpless.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And
1: I think that that's how so many of us feel right now. Now there are things that you can do, Mm -hmm. um, which uh, do you do? You even want me to tell them what they can do if they want to do something about this? We
0: can. I mean, I just want to say because I'm gonna, I I don't want to get too political in this podcast, even though I don't even think this is a political issue, in my opinion. But what it's do I not. Know? It's a human rights issue. I just want to say a few things, which is that I want anyone who follows us to know that you are safe to tell us anything that you feel and believe. We might not agree with you, but, but as someone space for someone that runs Just Girl Project, I got told today. I have several people that they were appreciative. I didn't post about anything political. Once again, I don't think it's political, but what do But I really feel it's important to be able to embrace all opinions. So whether or not you agree that abortion should be legal, you're always allowed to tell us what you think. Everyone has a valid opinion. And uh, once again, I might not agree with it, but I do believe everyone should be entitled to voice it. Yes. But I just think it's important right now to be sensitive to people that are feeling impacted by it and understand that, For us, if I think for, especially for women in their thirties that maybe are trying to have kids or abortion is not necessarily the first thing on their mind, we're thinking about our children right? and what's going to happen if they're assaulted, what's going to happen if they can't have a baby or what's going to happen to that baby. Right. And so we're just thinking about that or if the woman is in, in in a, obviously this is close to me because I in my life, you know, I, I, I've definitely talked to many people that have had abortions and I'm sure this, you have the same issue. Yeah. yeah. So I, and whether or not I agreed with what they did in that moment was irrelevant. It was what was right for them. And I think it was the right decision. So yeah. it's just, it's, it's honestly very heartbreaking, but I do think it's important that you look into your state and where your state is going. Cause some of the state's are obviously headed a direction that you might not feel comfortable with. Others are undecided and others have pretty fixed laws that even if they're voted on, don't seem like they're going to change. So it's important for you to just sort of, you know, look at that. And then also look at, you know, the other disgusting things like, you know, incest and rape. And if those are in the, whatever, I can't even talk about it It makes me so angry. So look at that. And if you're in a state where you don't agree with what's happening and you feel stuck, then that's something you have to look at. I mean, we're in a democracy, so we have to figure it out together. We do.
1: We do. Well, uh, technically
0: we're in a republic, but yes, no, we do
1: have to figure it out together. I know me and my logic brain trying to like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, So this is, there's just a few key points that I wanted to share. Um,
0: As Ilana said, you know, this is our platform, so Mm -hmm. I'm going to share my opinion. And if you don't agree, totally okay. That's cool. But I was going to say that if you unfollow us or don't want to listen to us for our opinion, I'm sorry. Like that must suck. I get it. That that sucks to be that that close-minded. It sucks. Yes. It's just how we feel. It doesn't mean that I think you're a horrible person. No,
1: not at all. No.
0: Not at all. Plenty Um, of people disagree with me, let me uh, tell you. Yep. I mean, I do it on a daily basis. Yes. So
1: one of the things that I think that would be really helpful is to show your support, whether it's to friends, family, um, or even just on social media. Mm -hmm. I think by amplifying your voice, you're amplifying the, the larger communal voice and showing them that, hey, we disagree with this and we actually we, we matter, right? This is a, this is a group of people. This is, this is all of us. Like we're working towards stopping this, right? There are places that if you find yourself stuck in a state where there are restrictions, um, there is a company or a nonprofit, they're called the abortion fund and they have a hotline that you can call, um, for advice on like how to seek care. Uh, they also work to distribute, um, medication done through a prescription as well. If you, are stuck somewhere and you can't get out. So I think that that's really important. So if you want to support that, you can. Uh, You can find them. I have their Instagram handles. They're at abortion funds. And then Planned Parenthood is always a great resource as well. Uh, There are some reproductive justice organizations like Sister Song, which works to help make sure that everyone, all people, no matter what you look like, you have access and basic rights when it comes to your reproductive organs. I don't think anybody should have a right over your body's nope. reproductive organs. Just
0: saying, men can get vasectomies. Exactly. It's it, when they're thirteen. Let's just start it off there. Obviously, if yeah. they were, if that's the way it goes. And then the easiest thing that you could do is you can sign
1: a petition at Planned Parenthood, which is they have a hashtag that's hashtag ban. Bands off our bodies, and you can just text access A C C E S S to two two four two two, and basically what you're doing is you're just pledging and showing your support for abortion access.
0: Love it. Those are so, all
1: great active points. Yeah, but just want everyone to know we did not plan on releasing this episode today, and that we thought it was really important though that we also spoke about this and let everyone know we
0: hear you. And- yeah, I think I think there's a lot of fear. I rarely state my opinion on my platform because I'm very scared of backlash and I've had things where I've posted things and I've gotten an onslaught of hate and unfollowing. And But I always try to think about people's mental health and everyone's different opinions because I don't want people feeling like they're horrible people. So I, like I said, I'm going to say it again. If you don't agree with someone, and trust me, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I'm a Jewish person and I have very strong opinions. If you don't agree with someone, that's okay. You can mute them. You can ignore that particular thing they're talking about. You can skip it. But to unfollow them if it's something that I think you're differing on where they're coming across in a way that's just them, you know, voicing their opinion, That's f- I just think that's something to look at. I'm not saying that you're a bad person for doing that at all, but I just think it's something to look at. I think you need to take a look within yourself as to why this differing opinion is uncomfortable for you. Mm -hmm. And what is it triggering in you? Granted, there's always, obviously there's something where it's like, okay, this is not right. But I just think it's something, it's a good lesson in humility for all of us. And so with that being said, I just want everyone to know, do not tell me what to do with my body. I have been through this so many times with the stupid reproductive crap and I'm Mm -hmm. over it. I'm over it. Yeah, Super over it. It's
1: disgusting. And like I said, nobody... Nobody should be able to tell people what they can and can't do with
0: their own. So. No. Not when it comes to reproductive rights anyway. Yeah. No way. Sorry. But, but
1: with that being said, yeah. we're going to hop off our soapbox now uh, and we'll get into the episode, which we know that you're all like super excited to hear. And we have to, we have to do this and we have to do it now because we have a date tonight, don't we? Yes. Oh my gosh. Don't act so excited. I'm taking you out to dinner. She's rolling her eyes at me. We're
0: going out to dinner. Yes. <laughs>
1: It's my goodbye dinner. Yes. I'm saying goodbye and thank you. So, okay. So what I'm going to do is we'll kind of like organize this episode. Uh Ilana's going to ask me some questions and I'm going to provide some answers. And then when we get down to the nitty gritty of it, we'll kind of just do some trade-offs. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Great. Okay. Jacqueline. Wow. Formal. (laughs) What is an aura? So we radiate kind of like a low level of electricity, right? That's known as your electromagnetic field. And there are some certain, we'll call them ancient systems of medicine, right? It's definitely not Western medicine. It's definitely Eastern medicine that believe that your energy is expressed in seven different layers. And each one of those layers is correlated to your chakras. So for those of you that aren't familiar with chakras, we can have a discussion on that, which we'll kind of get to. that'd be fun. We'll kind of get to. We're not going to go into it super deep, but it is definitely interesting. But essentially, these chakras, they're different elements of your physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional health. Something really cool that I learned while we were researching is that some people who might consider themselves experts in aura readings, otherwise these are people who can see these colors, usually auras around someone's head they can actually hear the thoughts of someone before they're even verbalized. This is where it gets That's eerie. really fucking Pisces. cool though. These auras help them become human lie detectors and they're able to tell if someone is lying. Oh, shit. Okay, so Pisces. Okay. <laughs> so, and the thing is too, is that an aura can't be faked. So they help us see someone for who they really are. Uh, they can also be used to kind of detect disease, health, health implications, mental illness, etc. So I thought that was really cool. It's really cool. I was like, I had no idea that like, Oh, because you're this color, you're full of shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was really interesting. So are they real? So everyone has energy. Like anybody who studied physics in school knows that everything is just an embodied of energy, right? But it's kind of unclear whether that energy can actually be a manifestation of your spiritual and physical body, right? There's no test to prove it, you know? Um, So basically, not everyone believes that aura is a reflection of your state of being. Hmm. It's, you know, whatever. But a really good way to kind of look at it is, you know, when you go places and you're just kind of like, you're around someone, they just kind of like make you anxious and Mm -hmm. nervous and Mm -hmm. stressed. You're like, oh, like what's going on with them? And then there's people that you spend time with and you just feel relaxed and kind of at peace. You're picking up on their energy. Mm. Whereas like the kids these days say it's like good vibes only, right?
0: Toxic positivity. Exactly.
1: So that's usually your body reading someone else's energy or their aura. So our aura is the same thing as vibes then? Exactly. And vibes, just so that way, you know, the younger crowd knows, this is not like a (laughs) cool term, okay? Vibes is actually short for vibrational frequency. Nerds. Which is exactly what, I love this shit, (laughs) which is exactly what an aura is made up. So your energy can basically tell someone if you're angry, distracted, excited, happy, without you saying a word. So our frequency or vibe, okay, is what others sense within us. And what attracts or repels us from others, depending on how your
0: energies mesh together. That's okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So does everyone have an aura? Yes. Every living being has an aura. Got it. Okay. And what
1: does it look like? So some people would describe it as like a halo, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe kind of like a bubble of light that surrounds their physical body.
0: Ooh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And then how do you see it? Like, how do you see your aura? <sighs> okay,
1: this is where things get a little complicated. I don't think I'm someone who's in tune enough with my spiritual self to be able to see it. But, Ooh, I want to do it. But, you know, now I have to try. Like yeah. We have to try. We're going to be like, is it happening? Is it happening? So, I would
0: so do this. I'm super spiritual. I, I know. know I, be,
1: <laughs> I told you, we're going to be at dinner. We're going to be like, what is happening? She's rubbing her hands together. I am. Like, so, she's making a fire. So, some people can see their aura by, like, softening or, like, slightly squinting their eyes while looking in a mirror, where you kind of... You know, when you just kind of like glaze over. I do
0: this every day. I just want you to know that. Wait, I, I thought
1: that was just because you couldn't see without your glasses.
0: No, I actually, cl- okay. I actually do a thing. I don't know if I t- ever told you this where I close my eyes. This is a little different. And I put my hands strongly over my eyes and I can see a color. And that color makes me feel things. And it's, is it a different color every time? Uh, it Sometimes. Yeah. It's very it's something I, I think about all the time. Huh. It's like a thing I've been doing since I was a kid and I could see like a kaleidoscope in my eyes. Okay.
1: <laughs> just so everyone knows, Ilana's been blind since she was born. <laughs> not
0: um, <really> not <laughs> actually blind. No, she's not no. actually blind.
1: Legally though, you are. Legally, yeah. Yes, yeah. legally. Um so w- the way that you pick up on your aura is usually through your peripheral vision, right? You can also try, which is what I was just doing, is rubbing your hands together. You're creating friction and then you slowly and intentionally move them apart and then back together to see if any colors start to appear.
0: Interesting. That's probably why when I close my eyes and I put my hands firmly on my face, I do that because it it makes colors appear for me. It's pressure. Yeah, but you're not really getting
1: the friction, like the heat.
0: I feel like it's heat though because it's touch. Whatever it's my it's the way I it's find the way my aura. You do okay. it. it's always purple for it's me it's the way you do it
1: it is what it is so but you can yeah, also people also do aura photo- photographs
0: Ooh. oh yes 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 okay so back in
1: 1939 there was a Russian inventor whose name I'm gonna butcher this Semyon
0: do you want me to do it Davidosh <laughs> Semyon Davidovich Devavich- yeah.
1: Okay, so he invented a method of
0: taking portraits
1: using a metal plate with an electrical current, mm-hmm. which he thought revealed the life force of his subjects.
0: I studied this in photography. He also yeah. thought
1: that it would predict illness. There were only 100 of these different like cameras made, but they're still used today. Now, I don't know if the exact ones are used today or not, but I was like reading up and they said, of course, Gwyneth Paltrow had her entire staff at Goop go yeah. have their aura photographs she taken. Did. To so. see
0: which groups they should be in. Exactly. So is it easier to see someone else's aura than your own? So
1: that kind of depends. So when you're trying to sense your own aura, you actually have the ability to focus, meditate, and spend some time trying to engage with your own spiritual energy, but you have no control over those elements in someone else. So... Mm. Some people have more pronounced auras than others, which makes it easier for you to sense theirs before you can see yours. Oh. So you know how, like, we always have that, like, sixth sense about, like, feeling a certain way about somebody? Yeah. yeah. That's, like, we're picking up on their aura mm. even if we can't see it. Mm. Got it. So. Right.
0: And then where are there often several different colors in one aura? So... They say that each layer of your aura is
1: represented by a different color. So think of it like an onion. Okay. Okay. So some layers might be brighter if you're more vibrant or have greater energy, while some layers might be more dull, like if you're under a lot of stress, depressed, or even if you're just physically ill. You should be aware that lack of color, right? So white or black, that's not something to really be concerned about. We'll get into colors later. But you should also know that your aura will change over time. So, colors will come and go depending on where you're at in your life.
0: Okay, that makes more sense then. And then, what does color placement mean?
1: So each layer, we talked about this kind of at the beginning, it's supposed to correspond to a different chakra. And we know that the chakras are thought to be the different centers of your body. So some of these might be more dominant than others, while some may be less visible and are less easily sensed. So most people have an aura that's just one color. Some people have a mix. Usually it's two, but rarely do people have rainbows. And rainbows, like if you have a rainbow aura, you are considered to be someone who's very enlightened.
0: Yeah. Oh, I've definitely met someone with a rainbow aura before.
1: <laughs> so this is where Elon and I are going to kind of go back and forth on these. I'm going to share like one. She's going to share another. But we'll go ahead and we'll start off with if you have a red aura. So this is linked to your root chakra or your physical layer. It means that you are well grounded, energetic, strong-willed. Um, you'll probably sense it uh, or it could even be visible between your tailbone and your pelvic bone. Okay. Okay, So it houses your foundational issues, like who you are, your home, your career, any manifestation powers, sexual energy, and your value. If your aura contains red, it means that you're working from a very stable base. So you're usually emotionally and physically grounded, balanced. Material wealth and spending is a lot of fun for you, and you hate denying yourself the simple pleasures of life. So red symbolizes zest. Now, within that, there are different shades of red. Mm. Different shades of red do not necessarily... not everything is positive okay okay? so even though this seems like all hunky-dory and it's great so deep red will reveal someone who has an inner warrior spirit someone who can survive any circumstance that may be thrown at them and you're usually really well grounded and you're more realistic about most situations but if you have a dull red aura this shows someone who holds a tremendous amount of anger that they're going to need help letting go of
0: interesting yeah okay I guess that makes a lot. That color makes sense. Do you feel like you know anyone with a red aura? I definitely know people with red auras.
1: Um, I think it comes and goes. I think red auras show up when people are triggered. Hmm.
0: What do you think? Oh, I guess we'll ask later what you think our auras are. Mm. Okay, orange, that is the sacral layer. This is someone who is adventurous, thoughtful, considerate, which may be sensed below your navel or your lower abdomen. It contains the beginning energy of the emotional body, creativity, and your ability to reach out to others and relationships, plus sexual energy. So if your aura is orange, it means you're essentially the emotional equivalent of like snuggling up under a weighted blanket. So basically you're a cancer Taurus. <laughs> exactly. That's what I thought of too. <laughs> yeah, the red is definitely Aries. Let's be honest. And you're also independent and likely a realist. This is all about your happiness with your friends, family, and environment you usually make friends really quickly and you probably keep them and your positive or negative emotions are kind of influenced by the relationships you have with others it just feels like a, like a cancer it feels like a cancer it could right? also be a Leo though
1: it's like oh you're you're a little sensitive yeah but you're really like yeah, you're just you're just you yeah you know and I mean? I'm telling
0: you red is Aries
1: We'll get there. Okay, we'll fine. There. All right, fine, fine, fine. Okay. I get what
0: you're doing. Okay, go ahead.
1: So we're building. Okay. okay. This might so, be Leo, this next one. So yellow, which is your emotional layer. So you're usually creative, relaxed, friendly. This is going to be sensor on your solar plexus or the area below your rib cage, um, the center of your stomach. You can also find this by like, usually you can stick like, I think it's two or three fingers above your belly button and you can find it. Ilana's cringing. I love belly buttons. Oh, I, like to my, I, like I like to stick my finger in belly buttons. They freak me out. It's weird. But- this houses your personality, your personal power, your identity, and your emotions. And it's the very definition of who you are to yourself and the world. So if your aura is yellow, like I said, you're creative, curious, optimistic. You have this inner happiness and balance in your life, kind of indicating a really playful spirit, high self-esteem, um, could be a spiritual awakening or high intellect, or just this hunger for greatness. Greatness.
0: Mm, Interesting. Okay. Now
1: within that, there are some shades of yellow. There's three of them. So if you see someone who is bright yellow, they're very, they're likely very playful or they're going through some type of spiritual awakening. If you see dark yellow, this is actually most commonly seen in high school seniors college, and college yeah. students. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And basically what this is, it's anyone who's studying for higher education because you're under a lot of stress. You want to perform really well. You can also find this in people who have lost the love of learning that they once possessed.
0: I am flabbergasted because I know somebody who has a yellow aura and I, I, I think of her as bright yellow and sometimes dark yellow. Interesting. Someone we both know. Yeah. But so, she's a college student or she was anyway. Yeah. Oh, Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. That. Yeah.
1: So then there's another one. So lemon yellow, and this is the color, I guess it embodies like the fear of loss, Oh, geez. whether that's love career or family and just kind of being afraid to, or afraid of losing things that might be out of their control.
0: Oh, I know yellow is Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Green. Astral air or heart chakra? You are social, a communicator, nurturing. This can be sensed in or around your chest. Your heart chakra is all about love for others and yourself. It houses compassion and the energy of forgiveness. It's also the access to the divine mind and as well as intuition. So if your aura is green, you tend to be compassionate, kind, and loving, kind of like a Pisces. So you're either in love with someone who balances you out or you have a very kind and loving heart. You have a loving kindness towards animals and plants and friends and family and honestly, just life in general. So pink actually hangs out in the same frequency as green. It's it's showing us that you're someone who is happy and in harmony with those around you. You're also often gentle with yourself and others. And then the shades of green. So there's emerald or light green. If you're a healer, this is likely your aura. And then there's dull forest green. So this is someone who has a lot of jealousy, resentment, and who believes they're never wrong. Okay, I'm actually getting more Leo vibes then to be honest with you, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll I haven't see in the end. I know.
1: I know. And, and I kind of, I went into detail and we get into like the weird kind of like one-offs cool. too. So it. Yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens. So if your aura is blue, consider this to be your spiritual layer or your throat chakra. Yelena can tell you all about her throat chakra. Um, but you're considered to be intuitive, spiritual, and a free thinker. Uh, you can sense this at the base of your throat, It is your means of expression, being you, saying what you need, communicating to yourself and others. So if your aura is blue, you're usually intuitive and empathetic. This aura reveals that you're someone who probably enjoys meditation, you're in a calm state, and that you stand to protect those that you care about. You are probably frequently the support system for your friends and family. Now, when it comes to shades of blue... A light blue will reveal someone who has great communication skills, probably someone who is very truthful and who is at peace with kind of the shit that's going on around them. So not us right now. Mm. Uh, royal blue shows someone who is up for a new adventure and who is very deeply in touch with their spiritual side. Interesting. Yeah. So
0: blue is pretty positive. Blue is yeah. cool. Yeah. Can't think of the sign though. Too many signs of problems. Okay. So indigo intuition layer or your third eye. You're a very curious, spiritually connected and gentle person sensed at the center of your forehead it's your vision of everything that you desire to create and the seed of your intuition you might find you have some sort of psychic ability and you're probably very intuitive okay i'm now i'm sensing pisces so you can see into other people's energies you're usually in tune with your higher self. You're searching for a truce to the unknown. If your aura is indigo, this can reveal a power that you can use to see the past, that deceit that people would try to pass as truth. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. I'm getting like Aqua Pisces vibes. I'm just trying to associate them all with astrology signs. That's
1: I why. would rather associate them with planets. Ah, like what's the moon and what's the sun? Oh, okay. I got arising, that. I got that. Yeah. Right?
0: So then that would, oh, we'll do it later. That's yeah, we'll do it. Okay. La- we'll
1: okay. do it when we're not like on the podcast. Anyway. Got it. Okay. Um, okay. So if you have a violet aura, this is your absolute layer or your crown chakra. Some might also see this as white, um, but that's because violet can tend to be very bright and you can almost get to the white, but we'll talk about that later. So you're usually wise, intellectual, independent. This is sense at the very top of your head and this is super rare. Mm. It connects you. This is the
0: color I always see when I close my eyes.
1: It connects you to all that is, oneness, this understanding that we are all connected. You're usually intuitive and you can view the bigger picture. You love to guide others, mentor others. Uh, they can you, you want other people to achieve their highest potential. You're also <laughs> usually really artistic.
0: This is literally the color I see every time I close my eyes. I see violet. That's my color. And it's very punchy purple-violet, like neon almost. Mm. Yeah. And I, I, every time I go to acupuncture, I close my eyes and I push on him. It's my weird thing I do with the little gla- goggles, glasses. I see a f- fucking violet. Interesting. <laughs> so that's interesting. Okay. All right. So if your aura is black, you might be holding on to some negative thoughts and emotions, which block the flow of energy through your chakras. It's not considered a bad aura. It just means you have a lot of built up anger or grief inside of you. It also might mean you haven't forgiven something that happened to you and you're kind of still hanging on to that pain. I'm sorry. This could be from past or recent events and can be towards yourself or others. Shades of black. So gray exposes feelings of low self-esteem or depression, which we kind of see in cartoons, obviously. We always think of gray that way, unfortunately. Yeah. You usually have low energy levels and you're filled with different levels of sadness and self-doubt the best <laughs> which is funny
1: because I like to decorate my house in gray so that's, that's like, a that's a Virgo thing boring ass white. colors yeah yes neutral uh, okay so white so this is kind of the color of energy protection and it can mean two things first that you might be more concerned with spiritual matters done here on earth And the second is that you don't really give a shit about material possessions or needs.
0: Which is why whenever you see woo-woo crews, well, really strong woo-woo crews, like, you know, Goop and whatever, all the different cults and stuff like that. We're all wearing white. Not that they're all, yeah. And to be honest with you, like in Judaism on Shabbat, we don't really do this very often. We're supposed to wear all white. So at camp, we always wear white. And I think because it's a sense of protection, it's also a sense of we don't need to think about anything else right now. White doesn't. For the most part, when you see someone wearing white, usually I'm just like, oh my God, they're going to get spills on it. For the most part, I think you think of, you know, a purity and sort of a sense of...
1: Spirituality. Yeah, I mean,
0: the bride, yeah. So murky, (laughs) great. If your aura is murky, this could be a sign of physical or mental illness. Mm -hmm. And if it's dim, it usually means you're burnt out. (sighs) Yeah. That's challenging. It is. So off the cuff, kind of unrelated to the color of chakras, tell us more.
1: So... Okay. So we have silver, which is like a color of abundance. So it means that you're probably coming into spiritual or material wealth. I really want a silver. Yeah, me too. Right? Gold. Now this is going to give you Leo vibes. Yeah. This is a person who's lavish by nature and probably (laughs) vain, proud. They thrive on external beauty. They do not like their flaws exposed and they're known attention seekers.
0: Yeah. Like Libra, Leo vibes. Yeah. Yeah, And then
1: brown. This is kind of like a warning For like if you see someone with a brown aura, you should probably get the fuck away from them. Oh. Sorry. It's true. (laughs) But you can cleanse your auras, so this is okay. Okay. But it means like this signifies the emotions that kind of are around greediness and self-absorbedness. I don't want to be around someone who's like super greedy.
0: Not really, no. No. So what do the different layers mean? So,
1: as we talked about, chakras, layers, onions, colors, that kind of shit, right? Okay. Exactly. Shrek is going to live on forever. Thanks, Mike Myers. So your physical layer, it can be diminished when you're awake and it's replenished when you rest. So it connects your physical comforts and your health to your five senses. Mm. Okay. Then you have your astral layer. So that's the emotional layer that admits our sensitive nature. And it's kind of where we provide that self-love. Then we have our lower mental. So it's your waking, um, your waking self probably uses this layer frequently because it's where all reasons and thought patterns reside. So you usually use this energy to work, study, focus, maybe execute on your beliefs and values. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Then you have your higher mental, which serves as the bridge between the other layers. Okay. And it helps you connect your care for yourself and then how you care for others. Hmm. Then you have your spiritual layer. So you might connect with people over spiritual matters. Basically, um, you're kind of said to like grow and shine brighter when you teach, share, or engage with others on a spiritual level. Then you have your intuition. This is supposed to be your third eye. Okay, so this is indigo, right? So it's supposed to help you see your dreams and become more aware of your own intuition and instincts. And then you have the absolute, which is your crown, and this is the final aura layer that acts as kind of a net. So it basically is keeping each layer confined and balanced in harmony.
0: Interesting. That's a good visual. Right? Like when you like I, a diagram of a person and then. Yeah. Well, t- I
1: mean, if you look up chakras, you can, yeah. obviously they do. Right, that. right, right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it's really interesting. Did I ever tell you about the experience I had with um, Karen, that yoga psychotherapist mm-hmm. that I saw mm-hmm. and how she had me do that like weird, like, cleansing oh I think she was cleansing my aura
0: yeah she did yeah I didn't even know it I've had my aura cleansed a few times it's it's it you know if you believe in it it's wonderful regardless if you think it works or not if you believe in it it's great I didn't believe in it oh I wasn't into that type of woo-woo shit that was
1: not my vibe I was just trying to go to therapy to fix my daddy issues <laughs> like that's what I was trying to do and so then she, all of a sudden she had me like like I laid down on the ground and mm-hmm. my feet like were up in the air and mm-hmm. then on a chair and she piled all these like weighted blankets and pillows on me and I was like what the fuck are you doing and I was like well this is really cozy like there's any
0: sage involved like no
1: but she had this book and she read a passage from this book (laughs) and then she like took these like rocks and she told me to close my eyes and she like like put them over me and she's like I'm gonna move my my rocks up different parts of your body and then I want you (laughs) to just pay attention and I was like all right whatever like how much am I paying for this shit and then when we were done she asked me she's like well how did how do you feel like what did you think and I was like well I'm tired yeah she's like well like Tell me, like, did you see anything? Did you experience anything? I was like, well, when you were, you know, scanning my body, so it was a body scan, right? It was like when you were hovering over different parts of my body, I saw different colors. And it was interesting because I'm not necessarily someone who's fucking, like, self-actualization enlightened, right? But it was really... It was really, really fascinating to know that the colors that I was seeing as she was doing the body scan corresponded with the chakra colors.
0: That's really neat. That was really cool. So that made you a believer.
1: It made me a believer. I'm a believer. And, now, Shrek. and now here we go. More Shrek <laughs> references. Great. So here we are again. Um, so yeah, I, don't, I love that woo-woo shit though. Yeah, it's great. And the more I dig into it, the more I'm like, can we just have someone do this to me?
0: California. So can your aura change over time?
1: Yes. Some people do believe that it can change over time because everyone's energy changes, right? And it changes differently for everyone. So there's no set formula. So your emotions and experiences, they have a real time impact on your aura. So if your aura is kind of dim now, it's probably not going to stay that way forever.
0: Hmm. And then is it, okay, this is a weird question. But is it possible to turn your aura off?
1: No, Ah. that's like literally stating like, I'm going to turn my heart off, right? Oh, your no. aura is an energetic
0: organ. Oh God. Okay. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: And can you, cl- so obviously we just talked about this. How do you cleanse it? Can you cleanse it?
1: Yeah. So we've got some tips, okay. right? So, and I'm curious, have you ever had your aura cleansed? Yes, I have. Great. So then you can tell me if yours is different than anything okay. else or if you've experienced any of these. So you can cleanse and repair your aura. So here's a few techniques that can help. So one is positive affirmations, which is so funny because this is what our astrologer Zach told me to do. I have not done this by
0: the way. Cause no one does. weird. It's a great suggestion, but no one does it. No. Cause I feel weird
1: about it. It's weird. I, yeah. 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 So positive affirmation. So in the same way that you kind of shower to wash away dirt, you might consider bathing yourself in positive thoughts to wash away negative energy and allow you to focus on more optimistic ideas. Then there's meditation, something I'm never going to be capable of doing, which is spending time focusing on your emotional and mental health. Okay. Then there's the visualization. So imagine yourself cleaning your aura by breathing in positive energy and breathing out negative light. It's kind of helping to eliminate smudges or dark spots in your oral layers. I feel Mm -hmm. like your husband does this when he does his breathing exercises. He does it all the time. Yeah. Then there's smudging, which we talked
0: about that I've
1: had. Yeah. So that's burning sage. So it's super old school. It's an ancient tradition. It's used to kind of like clean rooms or people that have negative energy. I've done this before. Yep. I did it when my parents moved into their house yeah. in Florida. Uh, I do know that
0: there is some type of like ritual around it though. Yeah. I, I just kind of walked around with a smudge stick. So my, my old roommate, she was really into woo-woo stuff. And she used to sage our apartment all the time. Like <laughs> once a week. And we, one of the things that you do, at least in Judaism, is you bang pots and pans. Because you're scaring away the uh, the spirits that are bad. The bad things. Yeah. OK, so a little more intense, but it worked. I mean, your
1: freaking neighbors probably hated
0: you. Oh, I mean, whatever. But it was it, honestly, it worked every time, like every single time. I was like, OK, oh, I feel better now. <laughs> and then you have another. And then until next week. Yeah. There's lots um, of fans. It was, oh, my gosh. In every room in every closet. Like, bang, bang, bang. I was like, oh, God, it's it's or a like, Here we go. <laughs> it's sage day. You're like Smudge. Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
1: Well, at least sage doesn't stink when it burns. <laughs> no, it, it smells really good, actually. So then there's also an energy balance and healing. So spiritual teachers and advisors might help you kind of figure out the source of wherever your energy imbalance is. And then they'll help work with you to kind of even it
0: out. And then what if you can't see or feel anything? Like what if you're just, you know, don't give up. A Capricorn.
1: Don't give up. Okay. Since you hear that
0: cap? Don't give up. Your aura's brown. <laughs> His
1: aura is so not brown.
0: What about him? Oh. God. Oh my god.
1: your aura is so not brown either. I, I'm just. I don't. I think Capricorns about this don't have brown auras. I think
0: about the sign. So- I know. I'm kidding. I think about the sign. I don't think about people I know. Because it's not realistic.
1: Don't have brown- Capricorns aren't like greedy, self-absorbed people. Uh, <laughs> no. I want everyone to listen
0: to the first episode of the podcast. where I Has believe she says that the Capricorns. So Why I'm laughing? Because Jackie definitely said Capricorns are self-absorbed, greedy people who only care about themselves. It's changed. Why, you ask? Well, uh, Virgo because auras
1: can change. Okay. So, (laughs) so (laughs) sensing your aura does take time. Okay. Learning how to cleanse it also requires a lot of time and patience and a lot of effort, right? It's something you actually have to continually do. It's not something that you can just say, I deserve love. I am love. I deserve love five times during your astrology appointment and then hope everything's good. Mm Which, by the way, is very uncomfortable. So if we spend more time kind of focusing our energy on our own auras, okay, which is basically this portion of our divine self or our soul, then we're probably likely to experience less pain and less hardship. So if your aura is clear and strong, it will help guide you and put you in positions to live the best life that we know we deserve and desire. To be fair, I don't think anyone deserves anything.
0: No, I don't. I agree. So that's always my, my phrase. So are professional auras readings legit done?
1: There is legitimacy you want them to be. It's only going to work if you actually find value in your healer or your guides words, you'll probably reap the benefits and develop a healthier practice. But if you don't find any clarity, then that's cool too. Each person approaches this element of spiritual, spiritual health differently.
0: Yeah, I was doing uh, my first astrology reading today. Yes, that's right. I'm venturing into that world and I was doing it for someone, not for myself. And they were saying that it's hard to find a healer because there's a lot of like ads and when you Google stuff, you know, Yelp, it's just, it's a lot, it's a lot of noise. So I think as long as you find someone you're connected to, then you'll believe the things that they're telling you because they have your best interest at heart and you trust them, even if you don't know them. And I think when you start working with a healer or just an energy, whatever, anyone in energy or spirituality, you know very quickly if you're not going to like them. There's a sense of like, and you can, always ha- you can always have like a intro call with them, but I definitely think when it comes to things like auras that are very personal and kind of intimate, you have to like the person that's doing it or at least respect them. That's what I would say. You need to respect your healer. That's important. So yes, that's important. Is it? It is. Is important. How important is it? It's very important. How important? On oh, <laughs> scale one to ten. Anyway, we really wanted to try in a different episode. We love astrology. It's literally the most amazing thing ever. We love it, but we love Wabusha too. Yeah, and I think that the thing about astrology is it deals with energy exclusively. <laughs> so <laughs> pretty much that's it. Yeah. So if you don't understand energy. Then and you don't understand things like dreams and you don't understand stuff like chakras, then it's going to just be harder to understand astrology and get your head around it. So by understanding auras and understanding all these other woo-woo things, I think that you're opening your mind to new possibilities and ways of thinking about energy. You don't have to agree with it. You can think it's stupid, but then you're probably not listening to the Vicious Virgos because we talk about that stuff all the time. And we don't necessarily think that everything we talk about is, you know, God's word, so to speak. But we do think that it's fun. for yourself. Whatever. It's fun. It's enjoyable. And it provides us with reasons and hope. And I think we all need hope right now. (laughs) So so with that. That's a really
1: freaking sad way to end that.
0: Well, with that being said, I hope you all have indigo auras today. And I don't know. Indigo is a good color, right? Violets maybe? No. Let's do indigo. Why not red? Red. Sure. Do red. But not dull red.
1: No. well, I mean, you can get angry. It's okay. Yeah, that's true.
0: That's true. Get angry. It's cool. See red. I'm fine with that. But
1: just like be around people that are going to help you feel like there's solutions.
0: Be responsibly angry. That's what I would say. Like try not to hurt anybody's property or anybody around you. Just.
1: Yeah. Don't be a dick.
0: Yeah. And with that being said, we truly appreciate you listening to our hour episode. We had a blast doing it. I, I'm i just saying that I've had a shitty day, but it was really a good time. It was
1: wait, fun. Wait, wait, wait a second.
0: I really like this episode. It was fun. But
1: you just said that you, wait, <laughs> hang on. You 100% just, oh crap. Ugh. She
0: did the research. I had fun being here. And now I get to go play with her and her Capricorn and give her a farewell dinner, even though she's back in like six weeks, which is so dramatic, but that's okay. With that being said, we hope you have a great rest of your week. I know it's a hard time, but we're here if you need to talk at all. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us on Instagram and all of our social platforms and make sure to listen to our podcast on pretty much anywhere at this point. And you can also follow our partners over at Just Girl Project. They're on all socials as well. I also want to mention that we are doing readings now. So if you're interested in a reading, it's a paid reading because we have, you know, that's important. You can send us a message. DM us. Yeah. DM us and, you know, we'll have that conversation and tell you what that looks like. And other than that, please take care. Have the best week ever and take care of your mental health. And don't forget to stay vicious. Bye. When the sky looks like a UFO and you feel so
1: at